0: everybody, this is Chris, back again with the Wildlife Command Center podcast. Thank you for jumping on with me, as you can see by the title. This is my going over of my opening day of turkey season. And as you all know, I'm an archery hunter, or if this is your first time listening, I am first and foremost, as far as my hunting is concerned, a falconer. But as far as bigger game, turkeys is one of them, not really big game, but... They're considered upland birds. I am an archery hunter. And so my goal this year is to kill a turkey first with my bow. And then, you know, I'll move on to like shotgun and air gun and stuff like that. So this is the recap episode with my brother Chance Air Hands, Baran, (laughs) where I talk about all my comings and goings on the opening day of turkey season, as well as a few other fun stories and anecdotes and uh, rabbit holes we go down. Thanks for listening, guys. Let's jump into it. Hey, Chance, you know, something I was just talking about before we started recording is, I feel like, I just like to be honest, you know,
1: Wildlife Command Center podcast, that's four words. That's a lot of words. Right. Yeah, that is. I mean, you know, we do need something a little bit uh, easier to get out, you know, quicker, you know? So I, I feel I'm open for ideas. I'm open yeah. for shortening. Yeah, we, we need a nickname. Nickname. That could be it. We can have our full name.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Nickname. We need a good nickname. Guys, if you have interesting, catchy, cool nicknames, DM me on Instagram. Let me know what you think. At lone star with two Rs
1: trapper. What's the background on that? Why are you the lone star trapper? If we haven't oh. gone over that.
0: So yeah, so that's that's an early term for me that me and Michael kind of came up with. So a year after working. With him and for him, I moved to Texas to start our Texas location in Dallas. And so, you know, it's the Lone Star State. And I, at that point, I was just, oh no, that's not true. I suppose in Louisiana, that's when we started doing, you know,
1: actually making money doing repairs, not just trapping animals. Oh yeah, I remember how fun that transition period was, and especially for you going over there and being just Dude. hit with the wave of it. You're like, oh boy, yeah, Texas. I make good money. (laughs) (laughs) It was the first. It was our first big city, like legit big
0: city. You know, big city money. Yeah, rat attack. They were everywhere. Mm, Man, oh, so many rats. Yeah. So then I became the lone star trapper. Oh, when we got kicked out of (laughs) freaking. We've talked about this on the pod. A all animal control. We talked about that whole story. If you guys want to listen to that story where we got kicked out of another wildlife control franchise on false pretenses and like BS grounds, go listen to it. It's um, probably 20 episodes or so back, the Wildlife Command Center origin story. So that I could still be making money because the cease and desist... No, not cease and desist. The non-compete <laughs> cease yeah. and desist. The <laughs> non-compete agreement that Michael was forced to sign it had nothing to do with me. So I could still make money. Yeah. And we secretly split it with Michael, you know. Thankfully Michael paid for the remagneting of the truck to get their uh, logos off of it. Yeah. We thought of a name for me and Lone Star Trapper was it. And so we splashed it with Yeah, you remember Nick took that. I do. Yeah, so Nick took that uh Silverado 2010, baby. I Remember when remember it was
1: the Stormtrooper right when we first got it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, see, it's at the office right now. I mean, we just took it back to the office the other day and you could see it. It's probably on one of our secured cameras right now. Those stickers you're talking about, they're still nice. on it. That's awesome. And my name, is my name still on it? Yes, of course. I mean, yes, your name's on there. Dude. And then my yes. name is on the black Ford Ranger oh. on the door. Dude, yeah, I, I like the design. It's held up. It definitely has many designs at this point though. It has done a lot for us. But I do remember that. I remember that you had cool, unique logos. That was also when we yeah. had all of the different logos drafted up initially. I did so you had one of the OG like right. designs from the original artists that, that drew everything up, which was cool because like, you know, you had the whole outline. I'm pretty sure the big star was on there. Kind of like the face of uh, outline of the state. The Texas quarter. Mm-hmm. So that's how I came to be the Lone Star Trapper. What was our other overlying point? We we're talking about nicknames and uh you you were going, uh ah, you're going to let everyone right. know where to send the suggestions for oh <laughs> for for podcast nicknames. Yeah, WCCP. That sounds like we're uh, about to like send someone a letter, you know. <laughs> 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 that sounds like, "Oh, uh, my name is Christopher Starr. I'm with the
0: WCCP." <laughs> <laughs> this is my partner, Chance Burand. Um We just have a couple questions to ask you.
1: Not very threatening, <laughs> but y-
0: you can bet you. <laughs> We're not an official government organization, but we just have some questions. But we do have a long acronym, so. <laughs> we do have a long acronym.
1: Interesting. Okay. I'll think of something. We'll yeah. think of something. Hey, I mean, as soon as you think of... Maybe some one of our fans will. Yeah. As soon as you think of something is the day that I think of what to put on my... Uh, My badge, because what number to put on there? When you're in Texas, you had a specific, you know, ID for your license. I did, yeah. But like with all the, you know, nuisance wildlife control permits and things, for the most part, man, your ID changes. Like Kansas, you get a brand new number every year, and part of the number is the year. Whoa, every year? Yeah. So you have to get new trap tags or make new trap tags on an annual basis. Because every time you send in your report, they send you a new license or permit number. So, speaking of Kansas, how's Devin doing? Oh, man. He is in our Kansas City office. He's having a good time. That office, you know, it has its ups and down periods, just like the rest of them. But it's mm-hmm. pretty much always a, a series of, yeah, I, f- I want to go do this and I want to go do that. And, and this is the job that, you know, I, I want to focus on. And so you can specialize in something like, you know, right now, with spring upon us, it's going to be blowing up with snake calls. So, oh, really? Is there that many there? Yeah. And Nick, or I mean, not <laughs> Devin and I. Yeah. Nick was there at one point, but Devin and I, we've actually done quite a bit of snake. You know, sn- we've gone over a lot of snake work and techniques for dealing with them already. So, he should be well equipped for spring. I've been seeing he's he's getting things signed. So, hey, you know. Finishing things start to finish, getting people's problems solved. Kansas City's on track. I'm glad that he's doing so well, considering we kind of threw him to the wolves, you know, or in the deep end of the (laughs) pool real quick. Well, that's because, you know, you have a conversation with him and you realize, yeah, he's got it. You know, he might want to follow back and ask, like, hey, am I really doing this right? It's like, yeah, dude, that looks good. Or, you know, that's the way to do it. Because the hardest part of getting thrown in the deep end with this type of job is that every situation is unique to some degree. And so it's really not learning what to expect. It's learning how to adjust for, of course this would happen and we thought it would never happen, you know, but wildlife will be like that. So he's he's just adjusting to the unpredictability of, I know we do this, but what if this? It's like, well, man, you know, you got all the equipment you need, and he's definitely got the know-how. He's, you know, got that natural knack that people that stick around have with animals. Mm-hmm. He's catching stuff. He's doing his homework, so he's learning about what's in his area. You know, just like if you're hunting, you learn about your prey. You learn good spots to fly, or you know, whatever type of hunting. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you've been dabbling in several types, so I very familiar with this today. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a good well, Saturday. <laughs> you know, there's that old saying, you fail to plan, then you should plan to fail. That's basically what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay. So my plan, like all week, I'll go tonight or I'll go this night or, or tomorrow night and go and check new areas, basically. So I've shot turkeys around here before, but it was always like in, you know, kind of like cheap, not cheap, just urban turkeys, you know, just Mm -hmm. very, very urban turkeys. (laughs) And this time, they were, these were still going to be urban turkeys, but not like urban, urban. Yeah. These are going to be, and not, not suburban, but (laughs) you know, on the outskirts of town, still living like in the woods. Yeah. Uh, Woods and ag land, basically, right? These are wild turkeys. They don't like people. They don't want to hang out around people. No. Like they're not gonna let me get close, which is basically what I was <laughs> using the last few years. So the way you check for new spots is you go after sunset to almost last light to these areas with trees that are really old, really tall. So you want like over 30 foot high trees, over 20-year-old, you know, to and they roost in the very, very tip tops of these trees, right? Wow. And that's like the tops spindly little branches. And that's mostly to get away from like bobcats and kind of raccoons, but mostly just bobcats because they can climb really, really
1: well. Yeah, if I knew there was turkeys up in them trees, I'd go after them too, so. Exactly. How you know
0: much food that is
1: right? for a little bobcat? Yeah.
0: They outweigh the bobcat like two to or three to one. If it's a tom, three to one if it's a tom. Mm. Straight up, you know, because bobcats are super, super light. So at last light, when they're starting that process, obviously they don't fly all the way to the top. They start low and work their way up. And part of it is when they flap, it's really loud. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's just loud because they're, think about it, they're, gigantic, they're big birds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And their feathers are stiff because they have to be to carry such weight. And so when they push them through the air with that much force, and they're still the grouse, right? So they have that fast wing beat of grouse. Uh, you know what I mean? I see as well as in this season, the spring season, they're gobbling like crazy. Because that's how <laughs> they call the girls to them and, and talk to other males. And so I sent you that video. Yeah, yeah. That was them. Yeah, dude, just firing off in the middle of the night. And so that was a brand new spot. I checked it. And so I wanted it to be like you see in the movies, man. No, no, no. Like you see. Basically, there's a YouTube channel called The Hunting Public. And it's guys our age and younger who drive around the country. Fortunately, I think it's because they live off or they, I don't know what kind of jobs they have, but they can take these vacations during the hunting season as well as you know mm. probably some sponsors and the money from the YouTube. And they do hunting tours. Like they have the deer tour, with, like they're big white tailors. They usually go on one elk hunt. I'm mostly an elk guy, as everybody knows. <laughs> they go on one elk hunt and then they have a spring turkey tour where they go to a whole bunch of different states Even some out west, dude, like Montana and stuff like that. Wyoming, it's crazy. Mm. And then all of the eastern states and hunt turkeys. And so the dude, like they just straight up, you know, they do some research beforehand, obviously. And then they go and they either hunt public land or they knock on doors and get permission just like we do for falconry, basically. Mm -hmm. And they freaking hunt turkeys. Like they hit up every state. Like they'll have the Mississippi few days of hunting. And then like Florida has the earliest season out of any of the states. So Florida is usually first, and that's a cool and different subspecies—the Osceola turkey. So you know, like to hit all your to get the turkey Grand Slam. Basically, you know, you got to get to Florida and get an Osceola. Yeah, that that sounds like a very fun trip. That sounds right? like a blast. Yeah, hunting in swamps—literally turkey hunting in swamps—that's <laughs> <laughs> what it is.
1: That's it. That'd be a fun time. Yeah, yeah, and then just go for the like you said, turkey Grand Slam. That I'd be down for something like that, man. Exactly. So I mean, what we have, Missouri, where you're at. Mm-hmm.
0: We have a good turkey spot there where we have permission. That's the Easterns. So that's one subspecies. Out by me, I've got two. I've got Rios, Rio Grande's, and Miriams. Florida, you gotta know you know some people in Florida, mm-hmm. right? Use that as a launching pad basically to go find Osceola. And then we need to go to either we draw a tag in New Mexico, unlikely. or we go to Mexico and hunt ghouls. Oh.
1: That would probably be the the cheaper, and quicker way. I'm not even kidding. Go to Mexico. (laughs) Hey, man. We've we've gone to Mexico for less, so, you know. (laughs) Have we? I don't know. (laughs) Someone in our group. Turkeys take way more priority than some things. Because I I haven't had a turkey leg in too long. And... I could go for one right about now. So, dude, and
0: the barrier to entry is so cheap. Like, literally, I could have killed so many turkeys today if I had a shotgun. <laughs> no, but no, no, no. your dad has shotguns and we have the permission. And I'm sure you could rustle up some camo. All you have to do is go get a box call and you could get into hunting that way. And it's a really cool way to call in an animal. It's such a cool feeling when you make a sound. And they're like, Yes, please. And they come running to you to right. get killed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that does give you a little certain tickle, like, oh yeah. Dude, it is. It does. Oh, so I agree. I remember whenever you first got into turkeys, you were you're like, dude, this is just fun. Just pure fun. That's right. I think I, I'm pretty sure I officially put Daniel
0: up. Yeah. I think the the soap the Swainson's hawks are back that's the hawk species that migrates by like the tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I see a couple and all that means is basically within a few days, there will be hundreds. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> in the ner- the Merlins, usually that's when like our resident Merlins who are my overwintering here. That's what usually when they leave, they're like, okay, too much pressure. We're heading <sighs> north out of here. Yeah, seriously. And so that's usually when, uh, us
1: Merlin guys hang it up. <laughs> yeah. Probably the wise decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: A few of us try to risk it, you know, if we've got good, older, savvy Merlins. Mm. Um, but I'm not so sure about it. And I want to get back to lifting. I want to get on that
1: Turk, which we talked about. Yeah.
0: We've <laughs> uh, been talking about it. Turkeys. Turkestero. And I'm kind of stoked for that. And hunt turkeys, basically. Some Turk and Turk. Okay, so let's let's head back to the uh, day's events. So I go last night. I send you that video, dude. I went to a spot and I struck up my first turkeys. I didn't even strike them up. I just showed up and it, <laughs> I just you know, dude. It was the trees. It was like certain tree height, certain tree height, certain tree height, certain tree height. Boom! The grove of like maybe ten years older trees started. That's immediately turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> just firing off like crazy. I'm like, all right, I know where I'm going. Yeah. And it was just slightly over on private land. Mm. This will play a factor throughout mm. the day, a big <laughs> yeah. factor. So I'm like, hell yeah. But it's it was just right off of the public. It was right off the public Like, all right, whatever. I got my decoys. I got my call. I got my box call. I got my mouth call, which I... I <laughs> I immediately went home and spent the next two hours practicing on it. <laughs> Poor Zach. Let me give it a toot. Check this out.
1: Yeah, we need more of that in here. That's, that's music. I'm pretty
0: damn good. That's what a female turkey sounds like <laughs> for everybody listening.
1: And now, Chris, as a female turkey...
0: <laughs> damn good so I'm like hell yeah dude whatever I'll be able to call them off of private yeah. over on the public it's just right there it's literally a hundred yards which is nothing you know they'll make a hundred yard flight down from the trees to land you know they open their wings and they just cruise right they just drift down so f- next morning comes around 5 a.m. I don't exactly spring out of bed because it took me a while to fall asleep for some reason but oh. I got up Powered myself with some Wildlife Command Center coffee. Let's there you go. go the dark roast. So I get out there well before any light. I'm just going by the red light of my headlamp. Get my decoys set up. Boots are wet because the freaking morning dew. Saw an otter. That was kind of cool. Oh, and beavers slapped <laughs> little shits. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. You hear the slap and then the and then the splash of the water. Three times, little mermaids. (laughs)
1: Little (laughs) mermaids.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You little freaking, you little tree-chewing mermaids. You little slapping balls of fur, fun. I heard it first. I'm like, what was that? Oh, that's a beaver. Big slap. Couldn't have been a fish. Not this time of day. Beaver. Little turd. Frickin slapped me three times. Now I know where there's beavers. <laughs> yeah. Come back and trap his ass. Yeah. I felt
1: so inclined. <laughs> I feel like, you know, today's the day that I go get that beaver. I'm gonna will go just pick it up. Yeah. If I've ever uh, run low on dog food, dude, I'd just be like, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Find out who that beaver's causing some trouble, you know, go for approach real. him. Hey, real good rate. <laughs>
0: real good rate. Yeah. Is he damming up and flooding your farm fields, even though you kind of need the water? Too much water is bad for you. <laughs> Or chewing down trees. I've done that before. Right. They've came out, and that guy, the private land I was talking about, his orchard is right next to the river. Mm. So I've literally dealt with this exact same thing with younger trees. So who knows? Mm. It could happen. Yeah. I've heard of it happening before. So I get set up, wait and wait and wait, you know, for some light, and they start firing off.
1: <laughs> That's
0: so funny. The guy called it tree talk. Because it's like it's they said it, it just <laughs> Georgia boy, it's just like getting out of bed. You know, you do your little stretching. You talk a little <laughs> meow, 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 meow. little tree talk. You know, just letting everybody know where you're at. That it's time to wake up. You know, you're doing your thing. <laughs> a little tree talk. And so every time they do that, I'm hearing that faintly. The gobblers, oh, they fire off. I'm like, okay, cool. I give a few soft yelps. Mm-hmm. Like that little that little sound like that. And then they would fire off. You don't want to talk too much, right? Yeah. That's what old man Yeller said. And so then I hear the gobbles a little further away. I'm like, wait, what the hell? Wait, that's not good. And then so I, I rip off kind of a loud one. They fire off. A few minutes later go by. They fire off again. Further away, they're going away from me. I'm like, shoot, mm-hmm. and what the heck? so i try and let out some like locator yelps which is like as loud as you can basically it, hmm. there's a there's an obvious difference because they're the hen's voice hits kind of a rasp when they're really trying to throw that voice out because they're trying to find each other like, right just like just like elk you know just like all other communal dwelling animals that that live in groups they have calls to be able to find each other when they lose each other and so i'm throwing those out i got my decoy set up kind of on the end of this road because turkeys like to travel human roads to find each other. It's a a good way to look a long ways, which is what they mostly navigate through sight. You know, Elk is smell, deer is smell, pronghorn is sight, which you guys learned because you listened to my last episode. And if you haven't, go check it out, talking about hunting pronghorn. But these turkeys are going away from me. I'm like, oh man, Mm.
1: what the heck?
0: So eventually... They shut up. They stop responding. I'm like, shoot, dude. And so there is, you know, there's a place for patients and, and waiting and every so often throwing out a call because you might get a straggler, but it's not as common hmm. with, with what I'll, I'll talk about here in a second that I found out later. So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And so what, it, two, I'm on a river, riverbed, right? Yeah. Creek bed, you know, like a flood basin, basically a small little tiny flood basin. And I'm like, okay, I'm on my Onyx, you know, looking, 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 okay, like over here. So if they're going that way, you know, so on private land, there's another piece of public on the other side of the private land down the river, basically. I'm like, okay, okay. So I pick up my Deeks, head back to the truck, and then I drive basically back out to the river. It's like a part of a like, a like a rectangle. You know, I go back out away because it's a strip along the river, you know yeah. what I mean? So I go back out to the main road, down, and then kind of back the same way. But on the other side of the river, on this levee, right? It's a levee because it's a, you know, it's a flood basin. Yeah. There's levees on both sides. And I'm driving and I'm driving and I'm looking down and I, boom, I see the turkeys. They're still on private, but close enough to the other side of public still, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. I can just enter right there and then go all the way up to the boundary. And basically what I tried to do before, see if I can call them over. Yeah. It was cool, it was sunny, but it was foggy. And I'm like, oh, sweet, dude, the fog will mask my approach. Yeah. You know, so that that was nice. That was really nice. And so I, I, you know, back way up, what was it, my quarter, half mile. And then I head down, you know, I bust down into the basin, head over, get kind of treed out, and then beeline it to them, like behind, you know, sparse trees. So nice and foggy, so they can't see. I finally get to see all of them. It's a big group of turkeys. Ooh. Yeah, it's like 30 individuals. All right. Well, it's a lot of eyes. And when there's plenty of girls to go around, mm-hmm. they don't want to peel off for some random girl who's lost way over there. Hell, I got all these girls right here. Right. Why would I care about the one who doesn't know her way around the world? Right, right.
1: <laughs> a, <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on over here. I mean, yeah. That's
0: yes. It. Other males strutting, mm. females everywhere. And do they were just not having it? They're kind of stalling. The females are feeding slowly. Males are not feeding at all. They're just—they're all shredding. They're all fanned out, just yeah. facing each other. You know, spinning around, doing their little dance. Apparently, there's another thing that sounds cool that I haven't heard yet: huh. drumming. So I am at this point, like trying to find a tactic because they're not so far down. Yeah, the private that they're close to that other piece of public that I was talking about. Yeah. They're still just kind of right there. And then this section also was a lot longer than I thought. I'm like, dude, it would take them forever to make it all the way down. And who knows, He, who even knows if they would go down? Yeah. So I was like, dude, oh man, what do I do? So the road was kind of public and there was some brush on the road. And so I'm like, okay, if I get behind basically those hedgerows and then kind of like squirm my way down. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I might be able to cut them off or something. I was just trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, you don't want to trespass either, even though it is like seven in the morning on a Saturday, nobody's going to be out there working. I'm like trying to figure that out. So I back out basically from that area go back maybe 200 yards back over to the road and then basically follow this hedgerow all the way down maybe about a mile back to where the turkeys actually were. And so I'm like trying to gauge where the turkeys are because they're coming kind of close. Well, there's just so many of them that they're all spread out, you know? Yeah. They're all just all spread out. Like there's some far away, there's some close to the road. And so I'm working my way down and I'm trying to find like a good area to pop up, you know, because, oh, this is like an orchard. Yeah, by the way, that kind of ag. So it's completely open, you know. Like so, or- orchards nowadays they have like no understory. There's nothing happening underneath. Everything is so manicured. It's it's kind of kind of lame, you know. It's it's like a forest, but without any of the forest ecosystem. Just the trees. Mm. So I finally kind of, and oh, I'm crawling. By the way. Oh, I'm, I'm on my hands and knees. <laughs> by the way. I forgot to mention that. This whole time, I'm on my hands
1: and knees. This whole, like, by the way, this is a lot of effort. I'm not just and <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're there. Yeah. <sighs> Strong determination, too, you know? Dude, I want this. I've been dreaming about these turkeys. Right. <laughs> so,
0: I finally get sort of close, right? And I see a Tom. He's flexing. There was a hen there. I didn't see her. Till later, but he's flexing back and forth. But he's kind of walking towards me. I'm like, oh sweet. So on the other side of the hedgerow, there's the ditch, right? You know that yep. channels the water, mm-hmm. and all the grass is tall right now from the spring rains. And so I'm like, I've made my way through the bushes of the hedgerow, and I'm kind of frozen. I got good camo on, boy. Oh yeah. If I don't move, they can't see me. Like <laughs> <laughs> straight up,
1: invisible.
0: I I don't make any movement where a turkey's eye can see me. That's the point. So whenever he turns, his like he's fanning and his tail is towards me, that's when I move. I'm like make, you know, like leg, leg, arm, bow, you know? Yeah. And then he'll turn and then I freeze and he's just turning <laughs> like they're on like these little like you know like tiny little swivels that like you know like rotate some sort of weird object that sits on your desk that, that's the <laughs> they move kind of slow like that and then he turned and I'm like okay and then, and then I move 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 and he's still coming towards me I'm like dude heck yes range it real quick it's like a 42. That's right. It's 42. I'm like, oh, dude, you're done. Yes. Yeah, you're sweet, done. Sweet. 42? Come on. That's a chip shot. So one last section of movement when he's turned and then, poof, a head pops up. And it's the hen who I had no idea was there. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. she sees me, but I freeze. She's like, what's that? You know? Yep. But hens are spookier than Tom's. So she kind of, she walks directly away from me. And he's like, oh, my hen. And he turns around and just starts following her. He never saw me, damn it. I'm like, shoot, man. And as I like finished the movement I was going to do, there's more turkeys right there. I'm like, oh, shoot!" Sh-. The, the two hens stand up. And then Tom starts strutting to look at me. The tom's the same distance as that other tom who was just there. He was just, he was just further around the hedge that I didn't see, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, so the, the, all these turkeys are right there. That's the whole rest of the group. So, I've already got an arrow knot. That's the thing. Dude, you're donezo's. All right. And so, I'm like, okay. We're like, we're going to get real comfy. Nothing fast. We're going to get nice and settled in, and we're going to make this nice and tight. All right? Right. So, by this time, the, the gobbler seen me. He's like, what the hell is that? I'm like, whatever, dude. As long as you don't move, just stay right there, buddy. Mm-hmm. In, locked in, like okay, heart's pounding. I'm like, nope, we're gonna slow this puppy down and take a couple of breaths. As um, do you remember? Do you remember archery much? Like, did you have to shoot with a sight ever?
1: Not very much, no, because it was mostly traditional, you know, recurve. Yeah. Like to be honest, I'm gonna have to learn everything with the as far as compound bows and technique. You know, it's yeah, it's like yeah, I've played golf with sticks and rocks. You know, it's like. <laughs> That's a good point. Come on, yeah. All right, we'll teach you. Yeah, it's like you know, if you've been doing good with sticks and rocks, you'll be great, you know. But Mm -hmm. a little bit different. So, so you're
0: you're completely drawn back. So you both of your arms are extended, one forward holding the bow out, the other one retracted and locked behind you. You guys have seen a bow being drawn. So when there's so much pressure happening, muscles are going to shake, you know. But that's why you practice to hone those muscles. And strengthen those muscles and get them, get the muscles memorized to that motion and holding that. And so, what you do, there will always be movement. There will always be movement, like the eternal goal with archery. That's one of the reasons why I like um, archery. No one can ever be a perfect archer. There will always be that struggle of the float, basically. Mm. And so, the float's fast at first, and then. More you focus, you slow it down and it starts to float less. What the float is your sight, your pin moving over your target when you're looking downrange, basically. That's float. It floats around usually in like the sign of a laid over infinity symbol, kind of an eight ish. It's more like an infinity symbol than an eight. Yeah. You know, because it's usually a little more horizontal. Either way, the float, right? And so, what you want to do is calm that float down, take some deep breaths when you're drawing down on an animal, your heart's always pounding because you're anticipating. You're like, here we go. Finally, all this practice. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for a year for this. And so like, no, we're going to calm this puppy down. Lock that float in. All right. With turkeys, you want that thing center mass because like they have so much fluff. Yeah, So much fluff. They're so poofier. They're so much poofier than they actually are, dude. You want that sucker center freaking mass. Like, all right, let's do this. I think I'm good. And so what you should hear is two sounds. In your ear, you should hear the release from your bow, and then you should hear the impact on the target. A hit marker. Yep. Nope. Basically. That's exactly what a hit marker is.
1: <laughs> Fucking
0: nerd. <laughs> There was no hit marker. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, what? I didn't. He runs off. I'm like, shoot, shoot! What the <laughs> heck? I was perfect. I was. It was was perfect. <sighs> there was a reaction, but not an "I'm hit" reaction. Yeah. And so I'm like, son of a gun. I'm like, all right, get another one. They just busted a little ways, and then they kind of slowed down. Like they're you know, like, oh, gee, 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 and then yeah. down to a walk. And a few of them are walking directly away from me only at about 60 yards. I'm like, Ugh, I'm going to be honest with you, Chance. This was kind of a Hail Mary. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not letting them get away. Yeah. What I should have done when I kind of did, re- my mind knew, I knew. Yeah. You missed, you missed. You didn't hit, you know, no. you don't try and like finish off the wounded turkey. No, you missed it. Yeah. What, what I found out is I hit it. Kind of. I think it was just feathers. Yeah, like, that's what I was doing. A bunch of feathers. I never found my arrow to confirm, you know, to mm. look at the blood and stuff. Okay, they're at about 60 now. Draw or change my release or uh, change my sight. Move it. Draw back. Okay, come on. You can hit this guy. Ah, just messing. And then I did it again and missed. Why did I think there would
1: be anything different I mean like you said you knew you knew at that time also you were like well this this is a bit of a hail Mary you know I almost tried a hundred yard Hail Mary before in a position
0: now I was shooting all turkey season and this was the very end of the turkey season that's right when they have an archery only season mm. so it's hot. But I've been shooting consistently in anticipation for hunting turkeys I you know, so turkey season's like a month and a half, and so at this time i'm dialed, I'm dialed man, mm. and so there was a hundred yarder. I was in a really good position to get he was just frozen mm. this is last year. he was just frozen, strutting in one position. They don't see me, and I can take all the time in the world, right? yeah, <laughs> so dumb, I go to draw back and I'm halfway drawn. I'm like, oh, you idiot. You didn't put an arrow on the string. And uh, instead of letting down, I hit the trigger. No. I hit, I'm like, oh, I just purposely popped the trigger to snap the thing back. <sighs> it broke my draw stop and my arrow came off of my cams or my, my, <laughs> sorry, my line, my uh, string, like <laughs> came off my cams. Oh. Uh. You never dry fire a compound bow, ever, ever. ever. No. Oh, and then the turkeys were like, well, what the hell was that? (laughs) But my bow just took an absolute dump anyway, so that wasn't going to happen. Like, Uh. oh my gosh. I snapped my string stop in half, and now my string's not even on my bow, and there's like three days left of the turkey season. I'm like, oh no. Anyway, that was an embarrassing uh, trip to the old archery pro shop, (laughs) where they all know my name. (laughs) <laughs> well, what happened, Chris? What'd you do?
1: <laughs> How? Oh my gosh! So he had a beard, yellow shorts, ran off into the woods. Oh my <laughs> word! Not the yellow shorts, dude. <laughs> that was such a
0: crazy time in my life. So, okay, where are we now? I've missed three times. For, yeah, I only had three broadheads no. and three arrows, so I'm out of arrows and broadheads. Three strikes, I'm out. You're out. Three strikes, and it's eight o'clock. <laughs> like there's so much more day, Chris. And you, uh, what? You wasted your whole quiver on sixty-five yard plus. Tom's running away from you. Ugh. What an idiot. Anyway, definitely lessons, right? So I went and looked. Couldn't find any arrows. I found those feathers from the first one. I did hit a little bit. There were some feathers. Souvenirs. (laughs) (laughs) Screw those. (laughs) Freaking worm food. But there's a difference between hitting body feathers and then hitting body and seeing those feathers. Like there's a big difference. You know, you put out like three to four times the amount of total feathers everywhere. Right. And usually you find your arrow because it doesn't go far. Mine always blows through, it's always a pass through. Because of the poundage, my arrow, my bow's tuned for elk, so it's meant to blow through 800 pound freaking forest horses. Yeah. The arrow's almost always like right there within a few feet of the bird. This time, not so much because I missed. Dude, what the heck? I know. So I'm walking back to my truck. The turkeys are running off like, oh, oh, (laughs) jeez. You know, they waddle, like they they freaking waddle back and forth, but almost the speed of a human sprint. They're so. Deceptively fast. It's insane.
1: Yeah, they're just kind of like a little. Just you know, I'm I'm t- taking a jog through this field, and they're just clearing ground, you know, at, at quite some speed. I've seen that. It's, like you said, it's a just waddle. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm
0: just walking back with my tail tucked between my legs. <laughs> like, oh, Disarmed. Geez, just an empty quiver, and an empty heart, and an empty heart. <laughs> So I uh, turn the truck around on the levee and heading back and I get all the way down basically the river bottom to the main road and across the road. Yeah. Another group of turkeys. <laughs> oh I'm no! Son of a
1: biscuit!
0: I have no arrows! <laughs> and they're in a literally a perfect spot to go and oh sorry. Hold on. I don't know what just happened,
1: guys. Ugh. Well, you were saying you just got back in the truck. I thought we were doing like a live effect.
0: (laughs) Live action, baby. Yeah,
1: dude. I'm I'm in here, man. I'm I'm in in the truck with you. I'm in the truck with you. (laughs) Like, we're going through this. I I feel your pain, but at the same (laughs) time, I'm like, dude, we were supposed to eat turkey, but you don't have any arrows. (laughs) Dude,
0: and like, it's another big group 10 to 15 birds, toms. So I'm like, son of a bitch. They were in a perfect spot, still along the same river bottom, just on the other side. And it would have been a perfect ploy. I've done this many times. You go up river or down river away from the birds, jump in like the river well, like the yeah. bumpy part. And then, because they're out in the flat, they display, like they, they want to be out in the open so the girls can see and find them and other males can see. Yeah, like, look at him. And then, you know, they fight and stuff like that. Right. I have no broadheads now because I'm back in the truck where the rest of my arrows are. So this is a bummer. And I'm like, oh, this sucks so hard. I have an 11 a.m. too. And then I have a 1 p.m. getting new tires on the truck, right? Mm-hmm. Ordered those a few days ago. So I go do that. It goes quick. I'm early to the... Oh, after my... Uh, sorry, after my 11 a.m., I went to the archery shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Made, made no eye contact and <laughs>
1: bought three more Broadheads. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a pretty good job. You're dropping a lot of money on Broadheads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, I get the Broadheads. I get the new tires. I go back out. Uh, oh, yeah. You're that one area. You're rolling ready. I'm freaking ready. I mean, it's like two by now, which is bummer. But I'm ready to mess some turkeys' lives up. You know what I mean? Oh, and spring turkey season here, you can only hunt till 5 p.m. Bit of a bummer. Weird weird state for that. A little weird. So I go back to that one area that I said where I saw them across the road. And I peek over. And even in the height of the heat of the day, there's still a group with a tom who's shredding out in the middle of the broad daylight, like in the middle of the sun. I'm
1: like, yes! Yes! Hello! Welcome back. Yes, dudes. I'm like, all right,
0: what I'll do is park over here, go because it's the river, right? Yep. I'll go down to the river on the other side of the bridge that blocks our view. And then I'll make my way down the river bottom and then up over to the lip and over. I'm like, sweet. So I get everything set up, get all my gear, my, you know, my hat. Well, the mask is built into my shirt, which is pretty nice. My uh, mouth call range finder, new (laughs) broadheads. And I'm walking down on my side of the bridge. There's turkeys sitting in the shade of a tree. I'm like, what? What? (coughs) And I look, it's a tom, two toms. I'm like, oh, come on. And they just look at me. (laughs) Now, toms are more brazen than hens, and they didn't have any hens with them to pull them away so they're just like checking me out i'm like oh dude so there's this little lip of the foundation for the bridge that i could hide behind so i'm like okay i can at least get 10 yards closer because right now they're about 50 Hmm. come on dude come on yeah he's looking right at me but i'm gonna dip down and just get closer (laughs) so i dip down make another 10 yards peek over he's still looking at me but he's still standing there he's not moving and I'm like, okay. And then, you know, I dip back down and then I squinch the whole rest of my being over. One more, another yard. Put an arrow on, get knocked. Look, still just sand in there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. All right. He flexes, fans out. I'm like, are you, are you, what? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're getting shot. I'm about to shoot you. It's And you're going to start flexing. All right, all right. Draw back, get settled in. Heart's pumping, heart's pounding. Nope, we're gonna calm this sucker down. We've already shot three times today. This heart rate, he unflexes, stands up, or, you know, I mean, they're already standing, but like looks at me. All right, I think I'm pretty settled. Oh. Boom, hits him. Dude, he does the twitch like, like, like the shockwave, and I heard the thump. Sound of the arrow impacting with body. He does the little yeah. like flails in the air. I'm like, yes, yes, dude. Other turkey Wah. gets up. The other male. It's like, what the hell? And he's like, oh, he he like kicked a few times. Then he stood up. The one that I shot. What? I'm like, okay. All right. Reload. All right, any second now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna fall over. He's gonna start flapping and uh, kicking. Then they start walking away. I'm like, whoa. Uh, well, yeah, but he's gonna—he's he's gonna bleed out. That's a dead turkey. Yeah, he's, he's gonna die. He's just a—you know—he's gonna bleed out here in a few seconds. And he keeps walking. Christ. Okay, chance. What didn't? What didn't I do?
1: You reload.
0: <laughs> I didn't reload. I didn't. Uh, there was a few seconds where I could have got another shot off.
1: But that was a dead turkey. Why would you shoot a dead turkey? Because he's totally dead.
0: Just a matter of time, minute. Max, And they're out in the middle of an open field. So whatever happens, I'm going to be able to see them. <laughs> and uh, they're just walking away. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck? I, Dude, I smoked him. Smoked him. <laughs> right. I set my bow down. I'm like, I'm just going to go pick him up. You know, because, yeah, he's walking away, but he's going to bleed out like any second now. And i uh, making my way over to the tree that they were under him and his buddy are still walking away you know a little faster now because at this point I have advanced and I'm like okay the impact should have been right here I look at the impact big poof of feathers I'm like oh nice oh yeah that's right because I I, obviously I heard him I saw I heard the hit I saw the twitch you know the flail and find the arrow there's the arrow oh yeah dude blood feathers all over it I'm like oh come on any day, any any second now, you know. Any second now, he's gonna he's just gonna freaking fall over that turkey. And I look up, still still walking away or trotting, you know, at a good clip, at a good turkey clip. Dying like, with okay, pride. but yeah, you know, he's gonna at some point he's gonna lag behind his buddy, and the buddy's just gonna keep going. And then okay, it's a little weird. He's a he's kind of uh, he's getting a little far. <laughs> he's you know he's like running away from me in this in this big field. I'm like, um, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Maybe I gotta go catch this thing.
1: Yeah, you gotta go grab it because it can't. It can't take off. You know, after you shot it,
0: there's no way. If I didn't hit vitals, which obviously, as of right now, I can tell, I didn't hit the vitals (laughs) because he would have been dead. Yeah, right. That's why I thought all this time, cyborg, he's about to be dead. That's what happens when you hit heart or any of the lung sacs. Yeah, but then what you just said, right? He's clearly not going to be able to fly, and by the way, he's running. I didn't hit legs because you would they would show a limb. Yep. So I must have hit breast, which means he won't be able to fly. So I should just be able to catch him. Go get him. Been here once or twice, if you uh, couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go chase this sucker down. Let's go get him. So I'm like, all right, well, let's go. I start uh,
1: taking (sighs) off at a trot, and then you know, kind of speed it up to not a sprint, a run. Kind of hunched over, arms pointed back, smoothly gliding across the ground, ready to snatch up exactly. the bird. Exactly. And I could
0: tell his buddy was a little faster. You know, I'm like, okay, he's
1: clearly injured. Is he? Is he acting a little like disoriented, like that? Like confused?
0: No, no? he's not. No. he's running. Forrest Gump in this hoe. So weird how that dead um, turkey I, keeps right, running around. I gotta go catch this guy. So I. I'm like, nah, I'm not losing this turkey. So I start to sprint and sprint. And then they hook right to go up the levee. You know, this levee I've been talking about. Oh, no. They're going to go run up the levee. <laughs> like, wait, what? On the other side of the levee, all private land. I'm like, shoot. Oh, I can't no. lose this freaking thing. So I'm running and I'm running and I'm running and I'm running and I see the bird and he goes up over the levee. I'm like, shoot. No. So I, so I keep running and I get up to the levee. What? And I'm looking around. He's not on the private land on the other side. He's not left. He's not right. Where did this bird go? Yeah. I saw him go up over the levee. There's literally nothing. Like, there's no bushes on the other side of the levee. It's like more manicured ag land. There's nowhere for him to go. Like, I didn't hear him fly. You would hear them fly, remember? Yeah. They're loud. Yeah. You would hear them. <laughs> it's loud when they fly. So I'm like, what
1: the hell?
0: Like, okay, whatever. Let's, this is okay, whatever. I'm done. Or I, I wasn't done, but I was done with the situation.
1: Yeah. Th- this was a weird dance that just happened. It didn't quite make sense. It's like, uh, no, you know, it's like all the like cues you're looking for. It's like you got bad info. It's like you went in there like a surgeon and it just missed all the, <laughs> a
0: literal surgeon <laughs> missed all the vitals. Yeah. I had arrows left, damn it. I'm not done. Don't start. <laughs> There's still the turkeys <laughs> on the other side of the road. The original ones, right? Yes. So I'm like, okay, this is dumb. So I, I pull up Instagram. I'm, I'm going to hit my buddy up in a voice message just because yep. I'm walking and I just wanted to talk. So I was just, you know, making a joke out of it. I gave him my arrow weight, super heavy arrow, super heavy bow. I said, you know, I love when a 450 gram arrow coming out of an 80 pound bow... Hits a turkey dead on. Like, oh, oh, he's right there. (laughs) While I was recording me bitching, he gets up at my feet and flies across the river.
1: Did I even hit the turkey? That turkey, you know, he puffed up at you like he meant business. I think he did because... I think he did mean business, man. He looked at you like, like he's bulletproof. Dude,
0: apparently now this is super turkey, man. They are so tough, bro. I just want to use a shotgun,
1: man. <laughs> no, you you got to do it right. Do it the way you're going for it. You know. So I'm like, oh my gosh,
0: dude. Tail once again tucked between my legs. I'm like, okay, fine.
1: Freaking go cross the road. It's four four arrows. No, nope, but at least you got this one back.
0: So I, I'm back to three. I got three perfectly good arrows. Yep. Grab my bow. I'm like, all right, let's go to the other side of the road.
1: It's about three o'clock
0: right now. So I make my way over and I look down, and the turkeys that I did saw, it's a two hands and a tom, have moved on the other side of the field, not close to the river. I'm like, oh, shoot, man. Like, you know, because what you do is you run the river and you pop up, and they're right there and you smoke them. Well, now right. they're on the opposite end of the field, away from the river, just by the levee. We're still hunting on this levee, basically. Yeah. I'm like, shoot. So I, I kind of meander, and this creek is like, the bank is way steeper than I thought. <laughs> it's way steeper. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like right there. Like there's nowhere to maneuver. Like a shoot, Ooh, man. It's like a drop, you know? Yeah, it's a drop. It's yeah. about 20 foot. Not a complete cliff, but very steep. And you can't risk a tumbly because you don't want to bust your bow, you know? Yeah. And we've, we've, we've dealt with that. <laughs> we have. So I'm like, shoot, man. All right. What if I, there's only two hens. Let's crank out this call. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I kind of get into a decent setup and I start calling to him and he stops strutting and he looks, he's like, oh snap. What was that? And then give him another few yells, meow, 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 meow. And then he gobbles, I'm like, yes, Ooh. let's go. Yeah. But for some reason, his hens start to go up the levee. And he starts to follow them. I'm like, you son of a gun. Uh, so they get to the top of the levee. And I keep giving them those like locator yelps. Yeah. And so they start coming down the levee toward me. Perfect. Oh, dude. Yes, Exactly. And they're coming, and I keep giving them the yelps. What's up, big boy? Come on over. I can't find you. I'm so lost. I don't know where I'm at. I need a big, strong, long bearded man with a giant, fluffy tail to teach me the ways of the world. And then they dip off the back of the levee. Like, shoot, what is on the other side of this levee? I already saw it's bare dirt, it's completely bare dirt. Yeah. So I'm like, a few more really loud. Locator Yelps, like as much force as I can put into the call. And those are like, you know, Turkey last resort. Hey, where the crap am I? Where are you yeah. guys? Ah. Like that.
1: Ah.
0: Yeah. The little rasps at the end. So I'm like, okay, this is dumb. So I peek out, I come out of the hedge I was in, you know, and I look around the corner and see if there's, there was any more over there. There was, And I'm like, son of a gun, man, this is dumb. So I walk all the way down to basically to the next bridge to see cuz that original group that I saw there this morning was huge. And there was only the two toms on the other side and these three. And the group that I saw this morning was like 15-20 birds, bunch of hens, bunch of toms, bunch of jakes. And so what happens throughout the day is they pair off or tr- you know, triple off and each tom gets a few hens, you know, and they hang out and breed them the rest of the day. So for like a month straight, they're breeding all the time. Because that's how birds have to do it. They have to continually fertilize the eggs that the hens are laying, you know? Yeah. And so they have to breed a bunch. And so, you know, they're all paired off. So I'm like, okay, this is dumb. So I walk down the bridge. Like I look on the other side of that bridge. I don't see any birds. I'm like, you know, it's like 3.30. So I walk, I cross the field, walk up the levee. I'm like, what are these dumb birds doing? And I get on the other side. They're just picking at dirt, pecking around (laughs) at dirt eating rocks, I don't know, stupid turkeys. Stupid turkeys. And then they see me like, oh, oh, geez, what's <laughs> that? And again, I love males. They didn't give a crap. Hey, what's that? The hens are like, oh, no. And they start waddling away. He's like, oh, shoot, my hens. You know, and then you start leaving with them. I'm like, you guys are dumb. Um, I'm just, I'm like, screw it. I'm just walking back to my truck. They're kind of paralleling me. Yeah. You know, another 30 seconds to a minute later. The Tom walks out in front of me at 20 yards. Ooh. Like, oh, snap. Ooh. And he stops. Like, oh, dude. But my bow is already like collapsed. Like, you could take my stabilizer off and then it just becomes a quiver. And that'll, you know, stabilizer allows you to shoot a lot more stably. Yeah. And so to do that, that would take like at least three seconds to take that off and then put it back in. Hmm. But by then, by the, by the time I thought about it, his hands had already come up and they're like, no, we're out of here. And then they take the few steps to cross the levee and just immediately take flight and fly across the river. Well, there they go. Out of my life. Well, the male, he doesn't cross the river. Oh. Huh? They both cross the river. He lands just in front of the same uh row of thick, but you know, that he was hanging out in front of that I was just in. He stops right there and then kind of goes left. I'm like, dude, okay. So it's always, it's the male's duty to gather the hens. The hens come to the males. That's why they gobble so loud. Yeah. The loud gobble, why it travels so far is to call hens to it. Mm. So I'm like, okay, maybe I can use that to my advantage. I go back to where I started down by the bridge. Yeah. And then tuck in where he can't see me and then start like, where are you? Doing that little crap. (laughs) So I do that for a while, never answers. After like thirty minutes, I peek out. He's not even there. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I throw in the towel. Uh, by this time, it's four o'clock.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of adrenaline moments. You know, going through many the adrenaline hype, moments, the dude. hype of the the pursuit. It is, but and it was emotional toil, dude. You going back there? <laughs> you going back to that spot? I've I've kind
0: of been like subconsciously trying to decide that while I've been talking about this because like it wouldn't oh
1: man I just feel so defeated dude You want to go stop? It would off.
0: involve me getting up again super early but so it's not everywhere that the flocks are so humongous Yeah we just have a lot of turkeys here We don't have a winter kill you mm. know If anything there's a summer kill here Yeah meaning cuz there's so little water But if the turkeys are just congregated around water, then there's not that added pressure. Like obviously the cold and lack of food—that's a really heavy added pressure—and that's what controls turkey populations on other parts of the country. But it doesn't get that cold here, so there's no winter kill. Right. So there's always a lot of (laughs) turkeys. And you know, there was this episode of this show—I think it was Meat Eater—that I was watching, and this old turkey hunter was like, he never. Ever goes out at dawn anymore. He goes. That's for the young guys. I let them do all that and gets the turkeys all riled up and split up, and then I go out about ten o'clock. And he says, like every year, whenever he goes out at ten, he kills a bird. I believe it. You know. And so, dude, I'm thinking. I mean, maybe this is just me being lazy. I don't know. (laughs) It is. Just wake up,
1: go to church, hunt turkeys afterwards. I mean, that's the thing. If you've already done the dance, you know, you're warmed up on turkeys. I know where they're at. Right? (laughs) You're just enjoying the afternoon, enjoying the weather at your prime. You're not going to be all flustered, worried about I'm going to stomp this turkey, you know. As soon as I (laughs) Uh, see it, I know. I'm looking for one in particular. (laughs) (laughs) A turkey with nine lives. Yeah, we'll check back in here uh, a little bit into the the season and we'll see. You'll be You'll we'll be singing a different tune.
0: You'll have oh, I'll have turkeys dead. Just the first one has to be with a bow, and then honestly, after that, easy pickings: shotgun, air gun. Because then the rest is just fun for me. Um, I'm gonna donate the meat to people who need it, you know. And I spread the fans. I love my turkey fans. I spread them out, salt them, and and stick them to a box for a week, and then you know, and then I. That sounds kind of weird to say. I decorate my house with them. Um, I definitely need a little section or maybe my studio. Yeah, yes, Chance, studio. my studio. The turkey tails. The turkey tails will be my
1: soundproofing. Yeah. You walk in. Well, what what, what are you doing here? What's this room for? It
0: dampens the room. <laughs> also, so like for my backdrop, you know, obviously in streamers and YouTubers, the backdrop has to be cool. I have to make... a. Cool stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, turkeys, my elk, uh, skull. I need to kill some more stuff too, to make the
1: backdrop cool. I need to go shoot like a bear and some stuff. Then I have a good cleaning in there. It's a lot of different smells. I sell, it seems like it would introduce It's a lot of feathers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just layer it up. It's natural and it looks awesome. And you'll get to that point. I, I like it. It'll be cool. But more skulls. A hundred percent. Skulls and
0: mounts, baby. Yep. I need to kill me a g- 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 giant bull this year so I can
1: giant. spend $3,000 on a shoulder mount. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to get that up already, huh? Like you're you're ready for that to be... So you can point at it and go, yeah,
0: that one right there. Oh my, Colorado? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. The way I would get that in Nevada would be like a depredation tag that would be cool because I can't get a uh, like a standard Nevada bull tag for like another six years. Ugh. no, five five years, yes, let's go anyway.
1: so where do you think you're hunting this year?
0: Um, I really hope Nevada oh, so if you listen to the last episode, I am not going to deer hunt this year in Nevada. I never have before, but I have enough points now that I 100%, not 100%, but like 65 to 75% would draw a deer tag. Hmm. Now, I don't really want to hunt deer. I would rather put that time towards elk hunting, you know, whether it's in Nevada or if I don't draw anything in Nevada, somewhere else. But points are starting to build up. So I just might, you know, I could do cow. There's a rifle spike like the one that I shot, but only that. You can only shoot spikes. Spike tag, that's uh in the winter. That could happen in Nevada. I just want to hunt
1: Nevada elk. Just, they're just amazing. And There's lots of them. <laughs> There's no shortage. Got plenty of them. It, see, that that's good knowing that you're going into uh, any hunting scenario. It's like the prey is there. We've got good pickings. Mm-hmm.
0: It is nice. So, I don't know. I've heard bad things about New Mexico. You can buy landowner tags for like 800 to 1200 bucks. Hmm. But New Mexico is like really, really corrupt. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not, dude, I'm not, I am not even kidding. And I'm not, I'm not
1: one of those situations where that's just how it is.
0: Bro, Straight like up. everybody knows. Even New Mexicans know. Yeah. Our elk system is messed up. Yeah, busted. It is. They give like, 30,000 tags for over the whole state to landowners Hmm. and then they can sell those to the highest bidder or however much like there are tags that go for 10 g's and they get like 10 of them a year fun and sometimes of course they're going to do it right of course and then sometimes you know there's there's cheaper ones on on areas that don't have as good of elk numbers that they might not be there probably not going to do colorado I have a point in Montana, you know? And so if I put in for a draw, I don't know. There's a few options available to me. Oregon, don't quite know yet. What needs to happen first is the Nevada draw. And then if I don't draw anything in Nevada, I'll figure out what to do next.
1: That's a good plan. I mean, that's the path for big mount this year. Up on the wall. For big, giant money
0: pit that could kill someone if it falls down. Well, it better.
1: (laughs) 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 Exactly. That sucker better have big horns that would impale me. Right. I better be scared standing underneath it. (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: it's so massive and dangerous.
1: (laughs) I like that. Alrighty. I don't know what
0: your thing is saying, but we've probably been on here a while. So let's let folks get to it. Sounds good. Yeah. It's been a good one. Yeah. A lot of me blabbering on about unsuccessful hunting, but hey, I'll probably be successful in the future.
1: But that's it. That's the journey. It's the ups and downs of the hunt, and you took us through it, man. That was good. But I'm mm-hmm. ready for the update, the next update, when it's... Tuts!
0: Yes! I did it! All
1: righty, <laughs> <Da, da, da. laughs>
0: Alrighty, everybody. Thank you guys for listening once again to the Wildlife Command Center podcast. We really appreciate it. If you guys could, please... If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Super easy. I promise. It's the easiest thing you'll do today. Punch that subscribe button like I punched my trigger on my bow with no arrow on it. Good times. That's the way to do it. Do a little bit of that to the subscribe button. And give me a 40-yard pass-through shot on that reviews, please. Five stars if you could. That would be tremendous. Chance? Thanks for jumping on with me, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey, that's just Chance Air Hands Baran and your host Chris Star for the Wildlife Command Center podcast. We're signing off. Have a good one, everybody. God bless. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Michael Baran, aka Bare
1: Hands Baran. Make sure you go now to Discovery Plus. Download our reality TV show, Bare Hands Rescue, where we are out there every day rescuing people from wild animals. It is entertaining, it is engaging, and it is informative. Download it today and listen for our next podcast.